Hello and welcome to In the Days of Noor with me, Noor, where we talk about Islamic-related topics and social issues. What you're about to hear is a recording of an Instagram Live that I did on technology. So essentially, technology, our relationship with technology. Inshallah ta'ala, I hope you enjoy this recording. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram as well as join our telegram at Nuridi Night. That's N-U-R-I-D-D-E-E-N-K-N-I-G-H-T. I look forward to seeing you there and hope you enjoy the podcast. Take care. So, all right, get recording on my computer. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So I'm gonna turn the camera around for a moment so you can see a quick preview of the course. The course is on Thinkific, and if you go to the link in my website, then you will be able to um, go to the link for the course. So I'm going to turn it around for a moment just so you could get a quick preview. Okay, so this is a part of the course. It's called Technology, Faith, and Relationships. I'll do sort of a flash through. I know you can't really read it. It's just to get an idea of it. And so we're going to be looking at that and um, having a discussion about our relationship with technology and going through the course, like a, a really short preview of the course. So inshallah ta'ala, thank you to everyone who is tuned in and um, anyone who will tune in later on, uh, who will join later on. This live actually won't be available later. Um, the audio will be available and that'll be sent to um, my Telegram group so you can get the link for that in my bio and uh, join the group if you're interested in getting the audio. I, I think maybe I'll leave up the live for today and then tomorrow it, it won't be here. So I think a lot of us, and I did a, a quick survey on my Instagram uh, stories, I think that a lot of us have relationships with technology that we don't love. Um, we have relationships with technology or a relationship with technology that may feel too dependent or too addictive. And we have a feeling, whether we read research or we don't, we have a feeling within ourselves that we shouldn't have such an attached relationship with technology. Many of us feel that way. And so we might be looking for ways or de or either to deepen our understanding or even to change that relationship. And I think that it's really important for us to try to respond to that sort of unconscious, unconscious inkling that I don't really like this relationship I have with technology. And one of the things that I talk about in the course is that many of us feel like technology, and I think we're kind of taught in our society that technology is neutral. That, well, it's not about the cell phone, it's not about the computer or the iPad, etc. 
And uh, I do want to make it clear that I'm talking about what I like to refer to, I don't know if there's a technical name for it, as communic communicative technology. And that is technology like the TV, the cell phone, the iPad, the laptop, the, um, the let's see, cell phone, iPhone, or cell phone, laptop, iPad, radio to some degree, though usually the radio is not um, just an isolated technology these days. But um, so we have this idea, I think, in our culture that technology is neutral. Right. And so I think it's really important to question that idea. I have, um, I guess, two books here that I will quickly flash that I think have been really useful in my understanding of technology. So this is a book called uh, Technopoly by Neil Postman. And then this is another book called For Arguments for the Elimination of Television. And both of these books are really valuable in that they question this idea that technology is neutral. And they, um, they discuss the idea or the fact or however you want to look at it that technology has a specific purpose and a specific leaning and that we should be aware of that when we are making our decisions about how to engage in it. So when I looked at this, it, well, just to go a little bit more into what I think is the normative cultural idea that technology is neutral, then someone may say, well, it's not about watching TV, it's not about using a cell phone, it's not about being on the iPad, it's about what you do with it. So if you are on, um, Watching Islamic lectures all day, well, that's good. If you are being productive, well, that is good. If you are, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but then, what someone like Neil Postman or uh, Jerry Mander would suggest is that no, these technologies are made in very specific ways, um, and I think this idea is growing in that this technology is made to be addictive. And so how do you treat something that is inherently made to be addictive? You have a pretty uh, different approach than you would to something that you think is neutral, and it just depends on how you look at it. So in the course, I begin, I use the example, I'll just turn it around again really quickly. I use the example of something like the butter knife. So one could say, well, it's not about the butt. This is actually, I guess, a classic. It won't, okay, I won't use that example, but this is a classic sort of um, idea in in American, um, in the American culture. So is the butter knife, for example, is it a neutral technology? Is it all about how you use it? Um, and I think that in a more simple example, we could realize, well, no the technology of the butter of the butter knife is created for to do one thing best right it can do many things but it can do one thing best it's not the best tool to cut meat with for example it is a very good tool to um use to put butter on your bread and so it's similar with every technology that it's not about um 
it's not all about what you do with it or how you use it. It's also about understanding the technology to some degree. And I'm not one to, you know, I enjoy science, especially social science, but I'm not one to sort of look at all the technicalities of the science. What matters to me more is what is your relationship with the technology? Because if you have a negative experience with the technology, then that's what matters. If you find yourself having an addictive experience with technology, that is what matters. Even if in reality, quote unquote, even if the science doesn't necessarily suggest um, that that the cell phone is addictive, which, you know, a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of research does suggest that the cell phone is addictive. But let's say it didn't. If you have an addictive relationship with technology, that matters whether the science backs it up or not. So I think it's really useful for us to look at our own lives and reassess, reexamine the kind of relationship that we have uh, with technology. And I'm, I'm specifically talking about something I call communicative technology. Uh, I think I mentioned this a few minutes ago, but some of you might not have been here. Um, and that is the kind of technology like the television, the cell phone, the internet that we use to communicate with each other, or at the very least, um, others use to communicate with us, right? Because when it comes to TV, a select few utilize it to communicate with the masses. When it comes to the cell phone, all of us use it to communicate with each other. But there is this idea of constant communicate, this idea, this reality of constant communication. And so one of the first things I talk about is suggesting this idea that technology is not this neutral thing. So you shouldn't feel like, even though you it is going to have to come down to your own behavior and changing it, but you shouldn't feel like, well, it's just you that has a problem and just you are addicted to this technology. The reality is that it is, well, let me not say the reality. One way of looking at it is as something that is inherently addictive. And so how do I deal with this thing that is inherently addictive? And just from an experiential um, point of view, then we know that there are the alerts and there are the notifications and there is constant content, right? One thing I talk I talk about in a post on bythefigmyoutlook.com is that uh, it's a post called Space and Technology, is that in the past, the technology itself limited our ability to be addicted to it. Um, and <clears throat> I'm sure that some of your parents and my parents have talked about once upon a time in America, there was a time where the television turned off. I, I think they said like it would turn off at 12 a.m. from 12 a.m. to 6 a.m., something like that. And that was it. There wasn't any more TV to watch. And so inherently, there is, it, it's hard, It's going to be hard to be addicted to television because it turns off at some point. Um, whereas when it comes to the cell phone, you have to have complete discipline. The cell phone never turns. Even if the battery dies, you can just plug it in. You can be glued to your cell phone 24-7. You can watch YouTube videos as long as your eyes are open, right? So then you, we have to enforce a lot of control on ourselves to have the kind of relationship that we feel is most beneficial um, with technology. And so 
I know that, and, and we know in Islam that that uh, reminders benefit the the believer, right? So I know that for myself, I have to be reminded. I have to be reminded of my own values and my own ideal uh, relationship with technology. Um, so we have to all consider, okay, what what is the relationship you want to have with technology? Are you maybe you're okay with falling asleep with your cell phone in your hand? Maybe you're okay with going on your cell phone first thing in the morning, right? That that's your values to judge. Um, but having a heightened consciousness, a heightened awareness of what do I want? Because it's because the technology is twenty four seven. The the YouTube videos, the Twitter, they're I'm sure there is more content than, of course, than any individual could ever consume in a lifetime. Who know maybe than any than any of us as an you know the whole population could consume in a lifetime because it's being made new content every second. Um, so then you have to think, okay, how often do I want to be plugged in? Uh, one thing I talk about in this post called Space and Technology on ByTheFigInTheOlive.com is that in another another reality of the past is that technology took up a lot of space, right? So the television, even when I was really young, one of our, I think our, our older television, um, it was huge. I don't know if anyone had this experience of the televisions that, that were, um, not like it was huge in the screen, but it was huge because the back of the television had it just had all of this, um, I don't know what you would call it, but it's like now we have the flat screen TV, right? In the past, the television had this huge uh, mass to it in the back. So you had to put it in the right space and leave it there, right? There wasn't, and, and then I, I already mentioned that television, this is a bit longer ago, like in the 70s, I think, would turn off at some point. So you would not have to exert a lot of control to not watch TV 24-7, right? Um, but when it comes to the cell phone, because the cell phone can fit in your pocket and there's constantly content on the cell phone, you have to exert a lot of self-control to not be on your cell phone 24-7. And so it's a decision, that you have to make. It's not made for you by the technology. The technology is not going to help you not be addicted to it, right? The technology, as long as you are willing to watch the content, the technology will be there to be watched. The the YouTube videos, the, the TikToks now, which, you know, thank God, I am not, I don't use TikTok. I think I downloaded it twice and used it for a day each time and then got rid of it. I think very clearly that app is extremely addictive but it's not to say instagram is is necessarily better or youtube is better but i think because just the way the videos are they're so fast and they come immediately and as soon as you log on to tiktok they start showing you video <laughs> right whereas on youtube at least you have to click on something first to be shown a video um so i think it's even more um, addictive and I think the technology is going to just keep going in that direction the technology the apps and so we have to then as human beings start learning better skill sets to have more self-control we have to force ourselves to have more self-control 
this is not a problem of the past generation. For some of us, this is not a problem we even had in childhood, right? I know for myself, I didn't really have a cell phone until, until college. I had one for a short time in like junior high school, someone's old cell phone. And maybe I, I know I had one for some period of time in high school, but it was college where, okay, you had the cell phone and that was life thereafter. And so we have to examine the kind of relationships that we want to have with this technology and move towards that. So I'll just say for myself, and this is going to be a pretty short live, I, I'm going to end around 8.30 at least, probably a bit earlier than that. Um, Hamnina, it, it is, you know, early Sunday morning, so I'm sure that many people are um, relaxing, maybe still in bed. I think a lot of us have the, the habit of, you know, Sundays is, is a relaxing day. So I know for myself that, again, reminders benefit the believer. If I'm not actively reminding myself to not overuse technology, it's very easy to overuse it. So of late, I I don't even know how I came to this, but I think I just realized um, I was, well, I was in Morocco for, for a bit and then I came back and for whatever reason, um, since then, I think I've just, I guess I just didn't have, because um, there I was doing classes and stuff, I guess I just didn't have as much structure anymore. And so I started to just use my cell phone way too much. And I thought, okay, this has to stop, right? So the thing that I've, one practical thing, if maybe someone can can take this, is that I've been leaving my cell phone downstairs um, before going to bed, right? So I completely turn it off and I leave it downstairs as well as my computer. And I think that helps also psychologically in saying, okay, I'm completely done with these devices. We're not doing anything else. So if a random thought pops up, we're not going to Google it. Um, if some you know video that I wanted to watch earlier and didn't get to watch, if that comes across my mind again, we're just not going to watch it. It's completely off, right? It, we're done with it for the day. And I think that in the past, in, in my childhood, and if you're around my age, I'm 34, then maybe you, you also had the experience of the TV was primarily in the living room, right? So once you were getting ready for bed, TV time was over. So that was it for consuming content and all of that. But again, with the cell phone, cell phone is not going to say the time is over, right? The time is never up with the cell phone, which unfortunately I know that a lot of parents um, deal with, with your children being on their cell phone a lot and not getting a lot of sleep because the time is never over. There's always something to watch. And so that's just one thing that I've been doing to remind myself, okay, let's just have a clear cutoff point. So um, if there's one practical thing anything anyone can take from this live is just to figure out what are what is maybe some period of the day that you don't want to be, I think of it as accessible to the cell phone and the cell phone accessible to you, right? Because the cell phone calls us to it with its alerts and its notifications and all of that. Um, and of course, we are also um, attracted to it because we can, because of all of the things that it offers. And so having places in your life where if this is a value to you, right, once you raise your consciousness of just your behavior, your relationship with the cell phone, then you decide, is it a value to me to change it? 
And so maybe there are areas in your life where you don't want to use the cell phone. I know a couple of years ago it was a big thing. Don't use cell phones at dinner, right? I think people have kind of forgotten that one. But that used to be a big thing. Don't use it at the dinner table. Don't bring it to the dinner table, right? Um, that may be something that you want to reinstate in your life or don't use it after eight, don't use it before bed, don't use it in the morning, et cetera, et cetera. And it, to me, it's not about necessarily creating all these rules because then, especially as adults, that can make us want to rebel because we're like, hey, I'm an adult. I can, you know, whatever, do what you want to do, so to speak, even though you really can't as an adult. But sometimes we have that attitude. Um, but it's about raising your own consciousness and then asking what is my value? What is my ideal relationship with this technology? And then looking for ways to implement it. So that's a lot of what I wanted to say. Um, if anyone has a comment about their own relationship with technology, then you can put it in the comments. Um, this live is not going to stay up. I'm doing a recording of it. And so if you're in the Telegram group, um, then you can listen to it if you'd like to. But the the longer course, uh, it's in the course, it's a one hour video and then it's um, reading suggestions that goes into, I guess, a bit more of the um, philosophical questions around our relationship with technology, how it affects our relationship with ourselves, with, with others and with our faith. Um, I guess I'll say one thing on faith because I didn't really touch on that. I, I guess I didn't touch on our relationship with other. I kind of combine our relationship with others and with ourselves. Uh, when it comes to faith, I think that it's a very sort of interesting thing because, of course, you can go online and you can listen to Islamic reminders. And a lot of us don't necessarily um, live in Muslim communities, so the Internet can be the one space that you can connect with Muslims. On the other hand, and I, I talk about this quite a bit in the course, I think at least the, the third the third part of the um, course lecture, <clears throat> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala constantly tells us to look at his signs, look at his signs, right? And those signs are in nature. Those signs are in nature. And so they're not on the cell phone. It's, it's not to say we can't be reminded about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through the cell phone, but the primary things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala constantly tells us to look at is in nature. The sun, the moon, the stars. Um, so if our heads are quite literally constantly looking down, constantly looking at these screens, how much time are we spending looking at the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So that's like a very clear um, sort of practical idea that we want to engage with the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the ones that he clearly tells us constantly have to do with nature, the sun, the moon, the stars, and so the, the water. And so that could be one way in which our technology can be taking us from that. So I talk a lot more about this in the course. The course is um, it's linked in my bio and it's called Technology and Faith. I think I have a link there as Technology and Faith. Um, the full name of the course is Technology, Faith, and Relationships. And inshallah ta'ala, we will expand on it at some point. Um, right now, that's the focus. Technology, how does it affect your relationship with yourself, your relationship with others, your relationship 
with your faith, your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's for you to judge, right? I really think that, I guess I lean towards a more um, quote-unquote objective idea, or I lean towards the idea that it is objectively true that technology has its leanings and it has its best uses and it has its purposes and it has its intentions, uh, both by the people who have created it and the people who, um, you know, put the apps on it and further design it. And that that makes it best for some things and not great for other things. I still lean towards that. Um, but I do also acknowledge that that is not everyone's experience. Some people's experience may be that they utilize the cell phone and the TV and the etc. and <clears throat> find mostly benefit from it, do not feel that it hurts their relationship with themselves or with others or, or their faith. So, you know, I just have to acknowledge that. But I think that's just for any of us to judge once we are... <clears throat> conscious of okay what is my relationship with technology what don't I love about it and and as I mentioned um it could be oh, I don't really love going on it first thing in the morning or I don't really love that it's the last thing I do at night or I don't really love that um you know I use it at the dinner table etc that again that's for you to so all right get recording on my computer so I'm gonna turn the camera around for a moment so you can see a quick preview of the course. The course is on Thinkific and if you go to the link in my website then you will be able to um, go to the link for the course. So I'm going to turn it around for a moment just so you could get a quick preview. Okay, so this is a part of the course. It's called Technology, Faith, and Relationships. I'll do sort of a, a flash through. I know you can't really read it. It's just to get an idea of it. And so we're going to be looking at that and um, having a discussion about our relationship with technology and going through the course, like a, a really short preview of the course. So inshallah ta'ala, thank you to everyone who is tuned in and um, anyone who will tune in later on, uh, who will join later on. This live actually won't be available later. Um, the audio will be available and that'll be sent to um, my telegram group. So you can get the link for that in my bio and uh, join the group if you're interested in getting the audio. I, I think maybe I'll leave up the live for today and then tomorrow it, it won't be here. So I think a lot of us, and I did a, a quick survey on my Instagram uh, stories, I think that a lot of us have relationships with technology that we don't love. Um, we have relationships with technology or a relationship with technology that may feel too dependent or too addictive. And we have a feeling, whether we read research or we don't, we have a feeling within ourselves that we shouldn't have such an attached relationship with technology. Many of us feel that way. And 
so we might be looking for ways or de or either to deepen our understanding or even to change that relationship and I think that it's really important for us to try to respond to that sort of unconscious unconscious inkling that I don't really like this relationship I have with technology and one of the things that I talk about in the course is that many of us feel like technology and I think we're kind of taught in our society that technology is neutral that well it's not about the cell phone it's not about the computer or the iPad etc and uh, I do want to make it clear that I'm talking about what I like to refer to I don't know if there's a technical name for it as communicative communicative technology and that is technology like the TV, the cell phone, the iPad, the laptop, the um, the let's see cell phone, iPhone, or cell phone, laptop, iPad, radio to some degree though usually the radio is not um, just an isolated technology these days but um, so we have this idea I think in our culture that technology is neutral right and so I think it's really important to question that idea I have um, I guess two books here that I will quickly flash that I think have been really useful in my understanding of technology so this is a book called uh, Technopoly by Neil Postman and then this is another book called Four Arguments for the Elimination of Television. And both of these books are really valuable in that they question this idea that technology is neutral. And they, um, they discuss the idea or the fact or however you want to look at it that technology has a specific purpose and a specific leaning and that we should be aware of that when we are making our decisions about how to engage in it. So when I looked at this, it, well, just to go a little bit more into what I think is the normative cultural idea that technology is neutral, then someone may say, well, it's not about watching TV, it's not about using a cell phone, it's not about being on the iPad it's about what you do with it. So if you are on um, watching Islamic lectures all day, well, that's good. If you are being productive, well, that is good. If you are, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but then what someone like Neil Postman or uh, Jerry Mander would suggest is that no, these technologies are made in very specific ways. Um, and I think this idea is growing in that this technology is made to be addictive. And so how do you treat something that is inherently made to be addictive? You have a pretty uh, different approach than you would to something that you think is neutral. And it just depends on how you look at it. So in the course, I begin, I use the example, I'll just turn it around again really quickly. I use the example of something like the butter knife. So one could say, well, it's not about the butter. This is actually, I guess, a classic. It won't, okay, I won't use that example, but this is a classic sort of um, idea in in American, um, in the American culture. 
So is the butter knife, for example, is it a neutral technology? Is it all about how you use it? Um, and I think that in a more simple example, we could realize, well, no, the technology of the butter of the butter knife is created for to do one thing best, right? It can do many things, but it can do one thing best. It's not the best tool to cut meat with, for example. It is a very good tool to um, use to put butter on your bread. And so it's similar with every technology that it's not about, um, it's not all about what you do with it or how you use it. It's also about understanding the technology to some degree. And I'm not one to, you know, I enjoy science and especially social science, but I'm not one to sort of look at all the technicalities of the science. What matters to me more is what is your relationship with the technology? Because if you have a negative experience with the technology, then that's what matters. If you find yourself having an addictive experience with technology, that is what matters, even if in reality, quote-unquote, even if the science doesn't necessarily suggest um, that that the cell phone is addictive, which, you know, a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of research does suggest that the cell phone is addictive. But let's say it didn't, if you have an addictive relationship with technology, that matters whether the science backs it up or not. So I think it's really useful for us to look at our own lives and reassess, re-examine the kind of relationship that we have uh, with technology. And I'm, I'm specifically talking about something I call communicative technology. Uh, I think I mentioned this a few minutes ago, but some of you might not have been here. Um, and that is the kind of technology like the television, the cell phone, the internet that we use to communicate with each other, or at the very least, um, others use to communicate with us, right? Because when it comes to TV, a select few utilize it to communicate with the masses. When it comes to the cell phone, all of us use it to communicate with each other. But there is this idea of constant communicate, this idea, this reality of constant communication. And so one of the first things I talk about is suggesting this idea that technology is not this neutral thing. So you shouldn't feel like, even though you it is going to have to come down to your own behavior and changing it, but you shouldn't feel like, well, it's just you that has a problem and just you are addicted to this technology. The reality is that it is, well, let me not say the reality. One way of looking at it is as something that is inherently addictive. And so how do I deal with this thing that is inherently addictive? And just from an experiential um, point of view, then we know that there are the alerts and there are the notifications and there is constant content, right? One thing I talk I talk about in a post on bythefigmyoutlook.com is that uh, it's a post called Space and Technology, is that in the past, the technology itself limited our ability to be addicted to it. Um, and <clears throat> I'm sure that some of your parents and my parents have talked about once upon a time in America, there was a time where the television turned off. I, I think they said like it would turn off at 12 a.m. from 12 a.m. to 6 a.m., something like that. 
and that was it. There wasn't any more TV to watch. And so inherently there is, it's hard, it's going to be hard to be addicted to television because it turns off at some point. Um, whereas when it comes to the cell phone, you have to have complete discipline. The cell phone never turns, even if the battery dies, you can just plug it in. You can be glued to your cell phone 24 seven. You can watch YouTube videos as long as your eyes are open, right? So then you, we have to enforce a lot of control on ourselves to have the kind of relationship that we feel is most beneficial um, with technology. And so I know that, and we know in Islam that, that uh, reminders benefit the, the believer, right? So I know that for myself, I have to be reminded. I have to be reminded of my own values and my own ideal uh, relationship with technology. Um, so we have to all consider, okay, what, what is the relationship you want to have with technology? Are you, maybe you're okay with falling asleep with your cell phone in your hand. Maybe you're okay with going on your cell phone first thing in the morning, right? That, that's your values to judge. Um, but having a heightened consciousness, a heightened awareness of what do I want? Because it's, because the technology is 24 seven, the, the YouTube videos, the Twitter, they're, I'm sure there is more content than, of course, than any individual could ever consume in a lifetime. Who knows? Maybe than any than any of us as an you know the whole population could consume in a lifetime because it's being made new content every second. Um, so then you have to think, okay, how often do I want to be plugged in? Uh, one thing I talk about in this post called Space and Technology on ByTheFigInTheOlive.com is that in another another reality of the past is that technology took up a lot of space, right? So the television, even when I was really young, one of our, I think our, our older television, um, it was huge. I don't know if anyone had this experience of the televisions that, that were, um, not like it was huge in the screen, but it was huge because the back of the television had, it, it just had all of this, um, I don't know what you would call it, but it's like now we have the flat screen TV, right? In the past, the television had this huge uh, mass to it in the back. So you had to put it in the right space and leave it there, right? There wasn't, and, and then I, I already mentioned that television, this is a bit longer ago, like in the 70s, I think, would turn off at some point. So you would not have to exert a lot of control to not watch TV 24-7, right? Um, but when it comes to the cell phone, because the cell phone can fit in your pocket and there's constantly content on the cell phone, you have to exert a lot of self-control to not be on your cell phone 24-7. And so it's a decision that you have to make. It's not made for you by the technology. The technology is not going to help you not be addicted to it, right? The technology, as long as you are willing to watch the content, the technology will be there to be watched. The, the YouTube videos, the, the TikToks now, which, you know, thank God, I am not, I don't use TikTok. I think I downloaded it twice and used it for a day each time and then got rid of it. I think very clearly that app 
is extremely addictive. And it's not to say Instagram is, is necessarily better or YouTube is better, but I think because just the way the videos are, they're so fast and they come immediately. And as soon as you log on to TikTok, they start showing you video, <laughs> right? Whereas on YouTube, at least you have to click on something first to be shown a video. Um, so I think it's even more um, addictive and I think the technology is going to just keep going in that direction the technology the apps and so we have to then as human beings start learning better skill sets to have more self-control we have to force ourselves to have more self-control this is not a problem of the past generation for some of us this is not a problem we even had in childhood right I know for myself I didn't really have a cell phone until, until college. I had one for a short time in like junior high school, someone's old cell phone. And maybe I, I know I had one for some period of time in high school, but it was college where, okay, you had the cell phone and that was life thereafter. And so we have to examine the kind of relationships that we want to have with this technology and move towards that. So I'll just say for myself, and this is going to be a pretty short live, I, I'm going to end around 8.30 at least, probably a bit earlier than that. Um, Hamnina, it, it is, you know, early Sunday morning, so I'm sure that many people are um, relaxing, maybe still in bed. I think a lot of us have the, the habit of, you know, Sundays is, is a relaxing day. So I know for myself that, again, reminders benefit the believer. If I am not actively reminding myself to not overuse technology, it's very easy to overuse it. So of late, I wrote, I don't even know how I came to this, but I think I just realized um, I was, well, I was in Morocco for, for a bit and then I came back and for whatever reason, um, since then, I think I've just, I guess I just didn't have, because um, there I was doing classes and stuff, I guess I just didn't have as much structure anymore. And so I started to just use my cell phone way too much. And I thought, okay, this has to stop, right? So the thing that I've, one practical thing, if maybe someone can, can take this, is that I've been leaving my cell phone downstairs um, before going to bed, right? So I completely turn it off and I leave it downstairs as well as my computer. And I think that helps also psychologically in saying, okay, I'm completely done with these devices. We're not doing anything else. So if a random thought pops up, we're not going to Google it. Um, if some you know, video that I wanted to watch earlier and didn't get to watch, if that comes across my mind again, we're just not going to watch it. It's completely off, right? It, we're done with it for the day. And I think that in the past, in, in my childhood, and if you're around my age, I'm 34, then maybe you, you also had the experience of the TV was primarily in the living room, right? So once you were getting ready for bed, TV time was over. So that was it for consuming content and all of that. But again, with the cell phone, cell phone is not going to say the time is over, right? The time is never up with the cell phone, which unfortunately I know that a lot of parents um, deal with, with your children being on their cell phone a lot and not getting a lot of sleep because the time is never over. There's always something to watch. And so that's just one thing that I've been doing to remind myself, okay, let's just have a clear cutoff point. So um, if there's one practical thing anything anyone can take from this live 
is just to figure out what are what is maybe some period of the day that you don't want to be I think of it as accessible to the cell phone and the cell phone accessible to you right because the cell phone calls us to it with its alerts and its notifications and all of that um, and of course we are also um, attracted to it because we can because of all of the things that it offers and so having places in your life where if this is a value to you right once you raise your consciousness of just your behavior your relationship with the cell phone then you decide is it a value to me to change it and so maybe there are areas in your life where you don't want to use the cell phone i know a couple of years ago it was a big thing don't use cell phones at dinner right i think People have kind of forgotten that one. But that used to be a big thing. Don't use it at the dinner table. Don't bring it to the dinner table, right? Um, that may be something that you want to reinstate in your life. Or don't use it after eight. Don't use it before bed. Don't use it in the morning, et cetera, et cetera. And it, to me, it's not about necessarily creating all these rules because then, especially as adults, that can make us want to rebel because we're like, hey, I'm an adult. I can, you know, whatever, do what you want to do, so to speak even though you really can't as an adult, but sometimes we have that attitude. Um, but it's about raising your own consciousness and then asking, what is my value? What is my ideal relationship with this technology? And then looking for ways to implement it. So that's a lot of what I wanted to say. Um, if anyone has a comment about their own relationship with technology, then you can put it in the comments. Um, this live is not going to stay up. I'm doing a recording of it. And so if you're in the Telegram group, um, then you can listen to it if you'd like to. But the the longer course, uh, it's in the course, it's a one hour video. And then it's some um, reading suggestions that goes into, I guess, a bit more of the um, philosophical questions around our relationship with technology how it affects our relationship with ourselves, with, with others, and with our faith. Um, I guess I'll say one thing on faith because I didn't really touch on that. I, I guess I didn't touch on our relationship with other. I kind of combine our relationship with others and with ourselves. Uh, when it comes to faith, I think that it's a very sort of interesting thing because, of course, you can go online and you can listen to Islamic Reminders. And a lot of us don't necessarily um, live in Muslim communities, so the internet can be the one space that you can connect with Muslims. On the other hand, and I, I talk about this quite a bit in the course, I think at least the, the third the third part of the um, course lecture, <clears throat> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala constantly tells us to look at his signs, look at his signs, right? And those signs are in nature. Those signs are in nature. And so they're not on the cell phone. It's, it's not to say we can't be reminded about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through the cell phone, but the primary things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala constantly tells us to look at is in nature. The sun, the moon, the stars. Um, so if our heads are quite literally constantly looking down, constantly looking at these screens, how much time are we spending looking at the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So that's like a very clear um, sort of practical idea that 
we want to engage with the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the ones that he clearly tells us constantly have to do with nature, the sun, the moon, the stars, and so the, the water. And so that could be one way in which our technology can be taking us from that. So I talk a lot more about this in the course. The course is um, it's linked in my bio and it's called Technology and Faith. I think I have a link there as Technology and Faith. Um, the full name of the course is Technology, Faith, and Relationships. And inshallah ta'ala, we will expand on it at some point. Um, right now, that's the focus. Technology, how does it affect your relationship with yourself, your relationship with others, your relationship with your faith, your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's for you to judge, right? I really think that I guess I lean towards a more um, quote-unquote objective idea or I lean towards the idea that it is objectively true that technology has its leanings and it has its best uses and it has its purposes and it has its intentions uh, both by the people who have created it and the people who um, you know put the apps on it and further design it and that that makes it best for some things and not great for other things. I still lean towards that. Um, but I do also acknowledge that that is not everyone's experience. Some people's experience may be that they utilize the cell phone and the TV and the etc. and <clears throat> find mostly benefit from it, do not feel that it hurts their relationship with themselves or with others or or their faith. So, you know, I just have to acknowledge that. But I think that's just for any of us to judge once we are <clears throat> conscious of, okay, what is my relationship with technology? What don't I love about it? And and as I mentioned, um, it could be, oh, I don't really love going on it first thing in the morning, or I don't really love that it's the last thing I do at night, or I don't really love that um, you know I use it at the dinner table, et cetera. It, that, again, that's for you to 